You are now listening to Camcast Radio. Your word, your word is the everlasting truth. And by faith we see the proof. Your word will never change or fade away. People change their minds with time, but your thoughts are divine. Your truth endures to every generation. Jones. What's a conundrum? Such a predicament we have here. So many opinions be cavalier, but not many have an ear to listen. They just put words in the atmosphere without consideration or getting their facts clear. But what's a clear fact when it's attached to propaganda? It gets opposed and those foes turn to targets of slander. I smell fish in that water. I see wolves in the open, posing as sheep, hoping to lead the naive and the slaughter. Who do we trust when the powers that be use their powers to play? Mona I believe with the money they're taxing us every day Media lies giving their stories to spin Like there's a prize on the wheel and we're just hoping to win But all my hope is within Christ So I don't have to gamble his words of spirit in their life Everybody else just rambles Coming up with formulas, hypotheses to stop disease and keep life from the shambles But they really don't have those answers For the crime, corruption, and the cancers uh, So why do people talk like Y'all so wrong, we so right We know everything y'all don't And ain't no God nowhere in sight All our answers lie within Cause we be science in But the next time tragedy strikes the nation Let me see who prays to science then Might sound like I'm pessimistic about human nature But it's not true I just know whose words could never fail And never tell a lie And it's not you Call me though when you speak a word And that word creates the whole universe And that universe is unsearchable Cause it's infinite You'll be dead first Your word, your word Is the everlasting truth And by faith we see the Hello and welcome back to another episode of Camcast Radio. I am your host, Cameron Lewis. I hope you enjoyed that song. I call it The Conundrum. Also, Your Word is Truth. It was produced by Tone Jones. And you'll hear me say that name a lot because I often use his free tracks from YouTube to record. And I've also purchased some of his beats for an upcoming project that I'm working on. But anyway, we'll be building off the previous episode. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, please go and do so. It's called Unity. And in that episode, we discussed what unity should look like in the church and that it cannot be truthfully attained apart from Christ. One of the reasons I mentioned it's not possible is because of the plethora of opinions people have. And that's the thread that I want to pull on today. These days, people are highly opinionated about everything, and most are fully convinced that what they think and what they believe are justifiably true. You hear them say all the time, that's my truth. And many people think that truth is relative. 
However, there's no way that there can be as many truths as there are people on the earth. Now, saying that truth is relative is basically saying that's my truth. It just means that truth applies where one thinks truth is applicable. In other words, if I believe something is true, then it's true to me whether you agree or not. This is very problematic for the world at large, and we're going to look at why. Our society today in the United States is built off the ideals and the principles set forth in the Declaration of Independence, those ideals and principles being established by the Constitution. The Constitution establishes the law, including all of the amendments and the addendums over the years. The laws provide boundaries which protect our rights and citizenship, as well as provide freedom. Now, that's actually paradoxical when you think about it. The very thing that is meant to provide freedom for us is also a barrier that limits that same freedom. But the point in me saying that is to establish that our lives from a sociological viewpoint are based on a structure or a foundation that's set forth from which point we build and navigate our lives. In simpler terms, how you work, eat, sleep, and play have been built upon the foundational structure of the law. However, that's just the tip of the iceberg in the grand scheme of human existence. Life itself and all of creation is built upon both spiritual and physical laws set forth by God. Now, for you non-believers, we will definitely have an episode devoted to the debate of creationism versus evolution, but for the sake of time, I am going to skip that discussion. Yet, we must understand that just as it was necessary for law and order to be established for us to build a nation, it is even more necessary that all of creation be established by rules. Rules that were not just randomly manifested, but purposefully and knowledgeably set forth by an all-knowing God. What I want to do at this time is build a biblical foundation for where we're going in this conversation. So I'm going to read quite a few scriptures, not a whole lot, but it's enough. So let's just get going. Starting with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, King James Version. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Psalms 33 verses 6 through 11. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as in heap. He lays up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He makes the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generation. Now, I just wanted to comment right here. Note that this is something we are literally observing as this COVID-19 crisis plays out. And I'm talking about God essentially nullifying the counsel of humanity. We are watching as public officials scramble to make, quote unquote, the right decisions regarding this unprecedented and unpredictable virus. And I always laugh when I hear the media criticizing the president or any other leader, Republican or Democrat, for their failures to lead during this time. The only way that you can truly fail in this type of situation is to do absolutely nothing. It's not like this is something that has happened before. It's not like there's a manual for it. But we hear public officials, scientists and doctors making all of these predictions based on data. And none of them really know what they're talking about. All they're really doing is relaying to us what they can observe. They just use educated terms and numbers and statistics to make it sound authoritative. 
but the truth is they have no real answers okay now back to the word john chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made luke 21 33 heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away isaiah 40 and 8 the grass withers the flower fades but the word of our god shall stand forever psalms 119 verse 160 thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endures forever psalms 11 and 3 if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do now in other words this scripture means if god's foundations or his word were to be destroyed what salvation do we have or who can save us that's why isaiah 51 and 6 says lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke and the earth shall wax old like a garment and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner but my salvation shall be forever and my righteousness shall not be abolished psalms 82 verse 5 they know not neither will they understand they walk on in darkness all the foundations of the earth are out of course now if you read verses uh, one through four of the same chapter you'll see what is meant by the foundations of the earth are out of course it's talking about man's unjust judgment corruption and neglect of the poor it is saying that god established the world in righteousness and humanity is not carrying it out as he envisioned it looks a lot like what we see in our world now now that last verse is what leads up to our discussion today our society is so off course and so opinionated because it has abandoned the righteousness of god people have so many opinions because they have no real foundation upon which their philosophy stands their foundations are based on concepts of finance and education race culture societal success and in some cases religion now when i say religion i am not talking about christ followers because following christ is not a religion but a relationship now there are some christians who are religious and their foundations are just as out of course as a non-believers why because they don't have a true relationship with christ either way when your life is not being built on knowing jesus and the word of god and knowing his spirit your opinions and actions will be subject to the path of your belief systems or whatever you have faith in only god's opinions and ideas are eternal i shouldn't even say opinions because what he says is just true his ideas are what are called precepts now the word precept simply means rule law statute ordinance etc and that is applicable to god's words because whatever he speaks lasts forever which makes it law but the latin etymology of the word literally means to take beforehand or in other words grasp this first that means essentially that before you can have a second idea the first one must be understood now how does this apply to us today simple many people's opinions today are not based on precepts but concepts they speak about what justice is what love is what life is or what freedom is but they don't know or understand what god says about these things therefore their opinions are swayed by their beliefs and the emotions that accompany them even the constructs i previously mentioned such as education finance culture race they're all derivative concepts that man works with in order to make sense of the world 
The problem with that is that as society changes, so change the opinions. If popular opinion shifts, people generally reframe their beliefs to assimilate with society. Here's an example of what I mean by that. In 2014, when the Black Lives Matter movement first really tried to take off after the Ferguson riots, many whites were silent about the issue and many were even against the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, somehow, it's widely accepted and many whites are speaking out and championing racial equality. What changed? What made the deaths of Michael Brown and Eric Garner any less offensive than the killing of George Floyd? There was video footage of these incidents as well. I'm not going to get into the specifics of the cases. My point is that if people's motives were so just, then there should have been just as much outrage in 2014 as there is today in 2020 about these unjust killings. Why? Because right is always right. Truth is always truth. And an injustice is always an injustice. If what is right changes, if what is true changes, and if what is just changes, then righteousness, truth, and justice cannot be trusted. If what is right is subject to change, then what good is it to do what's right? Because it's only going to be vilified by future generations. At some point in life, we have to examine our thought process and trace our belief system down to the foundation in order to understand what we really think. Few people dare to ask themselves, how do I know if what I believe is the truth and if it's right? They just think that because they feel it's right, it must be right. And that's a dangerous way to live life. It was around the year 2000, and I'll never forget, you know, I was praying to God and just kind of expressing myself to him about some issues. And his question to me was, who told you that? And as simple as that question sounds, there were more implications than the question indicated. In that question, he was showing me that I had blindly went along with everything I had learned at home, in school, and in church without investigating its validity for myself. In that question alone, he showed me just how much I was leaning on my own understanding of other people's understanding <laughs> and not his. From that point on, I dove deep into the word of God so that I could get a proper understanding on as much as I could and as much as God would reveal to me. And you know what? He revealed a lot. It was like the word of God started speaking to every situation and topic I was capable of observing. And when you begin to hear the word of God speak on life, you lose respect for the haughty opinions of man and you begin to value what God says. You begin to hear the folly in their philosophies. You start hearing the lies that don't quite line up with the word of God that Satan has ingrained in the general public. We have to develop a greater respect for God's word or we will be headed for deception. I found a very interesting scripture a few years ago, Jeremiah 10 and 23. O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Wow. God wants us to rely on him for an understanding of how to navigate through life. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Not only does he want us to, but according to what we just heard from Jeremiah, we need to. It is not in the capability of mankind to guide himself. And don't get politically correct with me on the pronouns and whatnot. My point is, as intelligent as we were created to be, God did not put self-guidance in our makeup. We were created to rely on his word. We were made to follow his voice 
and not the vast array of voices that are speaking in the earth today. And he left us his word so that we will be able to discern his voice by the content of the scriptures. The scriptures reveal his heart and his will. So when you know the word of God, you can detect a lying spirit or a lying voice. Many people have been exposed to the truth of the gospel and rejected it. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 talks about how God will send strong delusion to those who don't love the truth and reject the gospel. I believe we're already seeing that today. People are strongly deceived and confident in their utter ignorance of the truth. Many are adamant, hostile, and sometimes even violent about defending their error. Sadly, many of them think that the gospel and the principles of the Bible are dated and irrelevant to what is going on in the current world. But I assure you that there is no piece of literature on earth that has so accurately prophesied and described the world that we live in today. And that is what I will continue to stand on until either I die or Jesus returns. The word of God is a sure foundation that we can stand on when the world is reeling in chaos. The word of God is comfort and refuge when everything else is going haywire. The word of God is the only truth that has remained and will always remain the same, no matter what doctrines and philosophies the world develops with time. The word of God truly endures to every generation. So the point of this whole discussion today is these words. Know the truth. If you're a believer, you know, stand firm in what you know about the word of God. If you're not that versed in the word of God, get into the word of God and begin to know the truth because you won't know how to stand against the wiles of the devil. As the, as the Bible says, when you don't know the word, you won't be able to discern truth from a lie and you stand in danger of being deceived. And if you don't know God at all, I advise you, I encourage you to seek God right now because our society is changing and things are going to get dangerous around here. Things are going to be very, very different in the years to come. It's not going to look like you know, things have looked in the past and you're going to want to know truth. You're going to want to know what to stand on. And if you don't have the word of God in your heart and if you don't know God, you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to be lost. You're going to be confused. And the Bible talks about men's hearts will be failing them because of the things that are going on in the world. It's going to be absolute terror in the days to come, in the years to come. And that's that may sound threatening and that may sound like I'm fear mongering, but I'm not. It's in the Bible and we're watching it unfold even now with all these riots and violence everywhere. And the government doesn't even seem to know what it wants to do. And, the, the you know, the economy is reeling like it is. We are in very uncertain times, but God's word is definitely certain. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to speak truth and life into your people. I thank you for this opportunity to enlighten the people of the truth of your word, Lord. I pray that those that don't know you would come to know you through your word, through prayer, through seeking your face, and they would come to have you as their savior, Lord. And I also pray that those that know you be strengthened in the truth, Lord God, that we be fortified in the gospel and that we go out, Lord God, and make disciples of others and teach and train others to know the God that we know. Father, bless everyone listening to this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, all right, that is another episode of Camcast Radio in the books. I think I'm getting the hang of this podcasting thing. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I appreciate you listening, taking the time to check me out. Hope you enjoyed the music. Join me for the next episode with Prophet Eli Lasky. And the topic is called The Medicine. 
If you have any suggestions or ideas for a topic of discussion on the show, or if you would like to submit music, or uh, if you would like to be featured on the show, you can email me at clewsound at gmail.com. That's C-L-E-W-S-O-U-N-D at gmail.com. And I will get back with you and we'll see if we can get you on the show or get you featured. Also, my YouTube channel is C. Lou Sound. You can go there. I'm actually about to um, put some music and some videos up so you can go ahead and subscribe so you'll be able to, you know, get those notifications or click the bell so that you get those notifications. And finally, if you would like to contribute to the success and improvement of this podcast or if you just want to be a blessing, you can cash at me at dollar sign C. Lou Sound or via PayPal at paypal.me backslash Lewis Enterprise. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk again soon, so stay tuned.